Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad, 1984. Morning to you. It's Flashback Friday. I'm joined with Daryl McIntyre, who's been guest hosting with me throughout the week. Flashing back. Flashing back to 1984. And uh, I know Morley Scott is going to weigh in. Randy Kilburn likes to jump in. And, <laughs> and we all like to do a little deep dive back into uh, whatever year we're focusing on. And we want to hear from you, Ched Nation, of course. To send us a text, 780-496-0063. What did your life look like in 1984? So, Daryl, we've chatted about this a little bit before, about this being you know, the first year that you really started your, your big media job. <laughs> Yep. Lloyd <laughs> That's what it was. Minster. Lloyd Minster. Yep. My, my, because <laughs> I half grew up in Edmonton, half in uh, Vermilion, latter part in, in Vermilion. So uh, Lloyd Minster was the, the station that I grew up watching. So it was kind of cool to be able to go on and actually start working there and uh, actually anchored. I did uh, afternoon drive radio uh, news, uh, the news run, and then did late night TV in Lloyd Minster for about a, a year and a half. So yeah, that was, that was a big start. And then obviously quite young at the time. Uh, what was it? Around 20, 20, well, I was 20 years old, uh, and boy, that's a, that's a formative time to be <laughs> your, your first job, basically really living on your own elsewhere, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, the music and the movies and all the culture of the, that moment, uh, it was memorable, I guess you could say. I bet, yeah, I mean, the first, the first, you know, real adult job, and uh, and away from home, of course, that's a big one. And then, obviously, the beginning of a very long uh, and really fantastic media career for you. So, yeah. so that's kind of where it all began for you, mm-hmm. uh, morally. Also, you started your first big, your, your first real media career, I guess, in 1984, right? I did. I did indeed. First, uh, first paying job I got, and it was in uh, in St. Paul, Alberta, and uh, I, I also got engaged in 1984 as well, and mm-hmm. I spent uh, I spent every weekend, if I wasn't doing a hockey game uh, in St. Paul or in Wainwright or whatever, I was the, I was back then the voice of the Central Alberta Junior B Hockey League. You know, Whoa. Doing, doing games in uh, in St. Paul, Vermilion, Wainwright, uh, Cold Lake, Grand Centre, uh, and uh, all over the place, so that was, uh, it was a, a pretty cool year, as I recall, doing Go a lot Tigers. of hockey. And uh, there you go, Vermilion Terry. Uh, you know what I hated about Vermilion the most in doing games in there? Uh, the press box was elevated, and the ladder to get up there was they had a they had a rope to pull it up and down, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, well, once we'd get up to do the game, if uh, the team I was broadcasting would uh, was winning the game, uh, they the fans would pull the rope up and and put the ladder up, and I couldn't put it down until someone from the rate came and let me out of the press box. They Welcome. Did release you? <laughs> no. Yeah, they had to release me basically. Almost <laughs> missed a. Almost missed the team bus one time waiting for someone to let me out of the press box. No cell phones back then either. No, just yelling. 
that's the thing. Life looks so different technology-wise. I mean, no, no cell phones, no, no internet. A very different type of connection in 1984. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't really, I never really grew up in that kind of a world. So, I can only really imagine it. I think we have Randy Kilburn joining us as well. Uh, Hi Randy, there. Are you there? Yes. Hey, Randy. Morning. Good you, morning. You'd been 10 years into your career by then, right? Uh, <laughs> you know what? You're that's very good math. I actually had been 10 years uh-huh. into my career. I started in uh, Peace River, and then I came to Ched, and then in 1984, I was doing sports at uh, one of our sister stations. I was doing sports at Kissin' Country 103.9, as a matter of fact. So, uh, yeah, I'd been around for a while uh, in 1984, all right. Yeah, I had several kids, you know, had a great time. And it and, all comes full circle here. Here we yeah. are back again, yeah, rem- reminiscing about a year that I did. I mean, I can't relate to any of this. I wasn't alive for it, but that's okay. But Four the fun part is you can look back, and then you can experience it vicariously and that's what the whole flashback friday has, has has been about right it's not just you know lived experiences of your own it's also sharing and understanding and getting a feel for what life was like uh, in, in a year and we're so influenced by decades previous and years previous, right? Like looking at the fashion of 1984, it so heavily influences the things that we wear today. I mean, all of the songs that we've been playing throughout the morning, they're all super familiar. I mean, it's not as if just because you weren't necessarily alive during a certain year that it hasn't impacted your life in some kind of mm-hmm. a way. So I think when you talk about the 80s, you really have to focus on pop culture because it was it was very i mean there was a lot going on so let's hear about some of the tv shows and the movies that we were watching in 1984 flashback fridays on 6 30 chad 1984 the 18 morning eddie dr caldwell i gave you this swollen face and all this pain uh uh gopher why don't you take care of the lady mr maddox please come follow me Oh, sure. When I said it, you didn't believe me. If that's a little late, she's going to be a married woman in a month. Anybody taking bets as to how long that's going to last? That's enough, Taylor. And she's a very nice boy. And as long as it's your house, I got to live by your rules. Well, that used to be true. Not anymore, Mom. I'm an adult now. I got 18 years under this belt. <laughs> it ain't over till it's over. You get peaches, plums, oranges, and bananas. Well, all I need is a couple of bananas. Go ahead, take those bananas. Okay. In the oldest of times, people danced for a number of reasons. They danced in prayer or so that their crops would be plentiful or so their hunt would be good. What happened? Are you okay? He slimed me. That's great actual physical contact. Can you move? Has it got a name, Dad? Yeah, Magwai. What? Magwai. I don't know, some Chinese word. I just call him Gizmo. He seems to like it. Oh, no, sir. No, not you. That's terrific. Really. What's your name? Jones. Barville Jones. What? You have to purify yourself in Lake Minotaur. What happened, Dad? Why are you here? What'd they do? Doesn't matter.
Psychologically, you're 16 today. Physically, you're still 15. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. The TV and movies of 1984. Uh, some familiar ones in there, I think, I think for all of us. Pop culture was just like something else in the 80s. Well, just that list. So, yeah, it's fun listening to all those clips. Okay, that one, that one, that one. So, Beverly Hill Cops, Ghostbusters, uh, Footloose. Some of these are just uh, absolute classics. A Karate Kid, <laughs> lots, of, lots of people. They're classics because you, you grew up in a certain era and maybe it sort of impacted you because of that. Some of them were not classics, but we all remember them as. And it's just, that was really cool just listening well, to all of those. And they were all brand new stories not like what we're doing today where we're remaking everything everything was kind of like debuted for the very first time in 1984 although there was Indiana Jones hadn't been invented yet right the phrase 2.0 hadn't been invented (laughs) yeah I suppose I I remember I remember the movie Splash very well Uh, it came out in March of 1984 in Mm -hmm. April of 1984 I went to the movie Splash with my girlfriend and by the end of the night she was my fiance Uh, so uh, I got I got engaged after watching the movie Splash also uh, the, the the mermaid picks the name Madison in the movie, and that's what we ended up naming our daughter as well. So, huh. so you played you, you, you were in the Tom Hanks role, and uh, your wife was in the Daryl Hannah role. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked more like John Candy from that movie, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's so romantic, Morley. I love that. Okay, so 1984, obviously a big year for you personally, Morley. But what about when we look at sports as a whole? What what was going on? You know who had a great year in 1984? Mm-hmm. Man, Wayne Gretzky. He was so good in 84. He finished the 83-84 season with 205 points, falling just short of his own record for points in a season. He had a record 51-game point scoring shake to start that season. Gretzky had four goals and eight points in a 12-8 win over Minnesota on January 4th. At that time, uh, the game was the modern-day record for most goals in a game. The Oilers and Blackhawks broke it a couple years later. Gretzky had... Listen to this. He had 61 goals and 153 points in 51 games uh, while, when the streak ended against Los Angeles on January 28th. Uh, in May, Gretzky and the Oilers uh, won their first Stanley Cup. He had 35 more points in the playoffs, including 13 goals. But the goal you probably remember most in those playoffs in 1984 came from an unsuspecting source in Game 1 of the final against the Islanders in New York. Here's the knee. Couldn't clear it. Kevin McClellan now ridden out of the play by Brent Sutter. Sutter couldn't get it by Pat Hughes. Hughes, number 16, and put the score! McClellan, number 24, and the Oilers take the lead. Kevin McClellan scored the only goal of the game, a 1-0 win on Long Island. They went on to win the series in five for cup number one. Gretzky started the next season just as hot. On December 29th, he reached his 100th point of the season in just his 35th game. It was one game off his own record. On December 19th, he became the fastest and youngest to score 1,000 points in the NHL. The other champions that year, the L.A. Raiders won the Super Bowl. Marcus Allen was the game's MVP in a win over Washington in the NBA. Larry Bird and Matt 
Magic Johnson had their rivalry continue. The Celtics beat the Lakers in a grueling seven-game series. Bird was the MVP. The Fall Classic went to the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Alan Trammell, the MVP. Jack Morris won two games as they beat San Diego in five. It was also an Olympic year in 84. Uh, the world gathered in Sarajevo in February. Canada won four medals, all on the ice. Three from Gaetan Boucher in speed skating. Two golds and a bronze. Brian Orser won a silver in figure skating. The Summer Games in L.A. boycotted by Russia and 15 other countries. The USA dominated with 83 gold. Canada won 10 gold and 44 total medals. Alex Bauman won two gold in the pool over at the track. Ben Johnson got the bronze medal in the 100 meters. He got to keep that one. And uh, the Grey Cup that year uh, went to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. More on that. It was played right here in Edmonton in 30 minutes. Wow. Okay, so a lot happened in 1984 in the world of sports. Thanks, Morley. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.